Thank you for joining me this evening. So through the retreat so far, Gil and I have been giving a range of different instructions and all of them are aimed at, you could say, sensitizing ourselves, sensitizing ourselves to the immediacy of our experience. So we start with the breathing and we train in bringing a more and more refined awareness to the breathing. And that helps to support us to stay steady with physical sensations in the body. And as we get more practice at that, more stability, then we have a better chance of maintaining some degree of balance with even more challenging aspects of our experience, such as emotions, which we were starting to explore in the practice instructions this morning. And through all of those different arenas of mindfulness, one aspect of it that's often overlooked is the quality of the mindfulness itself. In other words, we can start to be mindful of the mindfulness itself. So even right now, you might just take a moment to notice, how is your mindfulness in this moment? Is it weak or strong, steady or diffuse or focused or expansive? And when we start to pay attention, we start to notice that mindfulness, like every other aspect of experience, is constantly changing, which connects us yet again to the insight into anicca and constancy that Gil was focusing on in the Dharma talk this afternoon. So like every other aspect of experience, mindfulness comes and goes. Sometimes it's weak, sometimes it's strong. And I mention that because in my own experience, particularly at this time of day, mindfulness can feel like it's barely there, just sort of hanging on by a thread. And there can be a tendency when we do notice that to somehow tighten up, to try and force ourselves to focus more clearly. And that very contracting and tightening just makes the mind more tired. So before we move into the meditation also, just a little bit about some of the different modes of mindfulness. And we can experiment with these different modes as a skill to know which one to use when to help keep the awareness refreshed and steady and balanced. So in all of this, we're noticing that the breath is not the only object we're supposed to be paying attention to. We use the breath and the body as a home base. And that coming back is what strengthens our samadhi, our steadiness of mind, non-distractability. So mindfulness is not so much a fixed and static state that we're trying to get or achieve. It's more a way of relating to our experience. And we want to bring that attitude of kind curiosity that I often mention an attitude of warm interest as an antidote, sometimes to that tendency to get a little distant or detached or clinical. So paying attention to these different flavors of mindfulness, these different modes. One analogy I sometimes use is thinking of it as being like the lens of a camera. So sometimes it's like we've zoomed right into all the tiny details of our experience. 
It's like the macro sitting on a camera. And when the mind is very refined like this, we can become aware of an extraordinary level of minute detail. It can be quite fascinating. And this happens naturally at times, but at other times if we're trying to aim for or to sustain that kind of hyper-focused mindfulness, it can become tiring. Again, it can contract the mind. So if we do recognize that that's happened, then it's useful to change to a more receptive mode of mindfulness for one. So in this more receptive mode, instead of going out after the objects and fixing, fixating on them, we just settle back, we relax, and we let the objects come into our awareness in a more passive way. So the other day, Gil talked about welcoming the breath into the mind rather than moving the attention to the breath. That's an example of that more relaxed and spacious quality of mindfulness. So metaphorically, this is like opening up the lens of the camera to take in a more wide angle or panoramic approach. And when we do this, the mindfulness is covering a wider range of objects. It's still mindfulness, because, but because it's including a broader range of objects, it doesn't necessarily feel as focused or as concentrated as the macro mode. But because of its relative expansiveness, it can help the mind to relax. So we simply settle back and receive whatever experiences present themselves at any of the sense doors. So again, Gil mentioned in the walking meditation, we might experiment with uh, approaching the walking meditation as if we were the passenger in a car. So that's another way of framing this more receptive mindfulness. We're just settling back, receiving what comes in at any of the sense doors. And this can help the mind to soften, to settle. The potential drawback of this more wide angle approach is at times that spaciousness can slide into spaciness, spacing out. And so if we notice that this is happening, it might be a signal to come back to a more focused approach again. So anchoring the attention on just one object, possibly the breath, and staying there, building up the samadhi, the stability of mind again. And then when we have that steadiness, we can experiment once more with letting the mindfulness connect with whatever is predominant. So I'll give a few beginning instructions to lead us into that in a few minutes. We'll start by paying attention to the breath and then allow it to move to any other physical experiences that become predominant. And then we'll open up the field of awareness to include the sense door of hearing. So just receiving whatever sounds happen to arise anywhere in your environment. And the benefit of using sound as an anchor is it can help the mind relax because unlike the breath, we don't have any control over sounds. All we can do is settle back and notice sounds when they arise. And when we do this, we don't need to identify what the sound is. We don't need to work out what kind of bird was making that bird call. 
we can just know or note hearing, hearing, hearing for as long as the sound lasts. And possibly at times it might seem that no sound is happening and then we can know silence. And as always, if at any point you get lost or confused, you can come back to the home base of the breath. Simply begin again. Use the breathing to re-establish mindfulness and then once more open up to the experience of hearing. So let's give that a try now 